0: This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at
1: InfinitePotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And
1: you're Between Two Sterns. Just as I thought I wasn't going to have anything to talk about on the podcast, at the 11th hour, the universe comes through. So I'd like to start off by apologizing to you because I did something just now to you that I never do, rarely do, and I've never done to you, which is I lied to you. I lied to you. The reason I told you I was late for the podcast just now is not the reason that I was late for the podcast just now. However, I wanted you to have an organic reaction to what was the reason I am late. Oh, Okay. So I told, I told Jared I was in a meeting. That's why, that's why I was late to the podcast. That's not why I was late. So I, my roommate, um, has a golden retriever, very, very old golden retriever. Um, little sick, little, anyway, uh, he's probably about, I'd say 75, 80 pounds, big dog, big dog. Okay. So earlier today, um, my roommates at work, I work from home today and uh, I go into the kitchen and make myself a little lunch. And, um, Walter just throws up in the middle of the floor, just throws up on the ground. And I'm like, okay, okay, I've been here before. No problem, big guy. I got you covered. So I had to like scrape all the vomit up because, again, he is a large dog. And I had to scrape it up, throw it into the trash bag, take the trash bag out, come back, was working. And then uh, you and I were going to jump on uh, about 40 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, let me go get a glass of water for the podcast. And I walk out to discover that this dog has shit entirely in the middle of the floor. Now, for perspective people and for those of you who are watching the podcast, you'll see in my reflection right here, these tiles are all throughout the apartment right here, right over my shoulder right here. See Mm -hmm. See right down here? They are, and I measured them, 16 inches by 16 inches and this shit took up the entire square. Wow. And it was wet. It was a diarrheal shit as well. <laughs> now, when I walked out, the aroma didn't hit me immediately, right? Because mm-hmm. there, sure. was, there was a little bit, there was something fragrant on the nostrils, but I couldn't figure out exactly what it was yet. And I saw it in the middle of the floor. I was like, okay, but here's the problem with big shits. They're fine unless they're disturbed. But the moment they're disturbed, they will permeate the entire area around Mm -hmm. you. And so for this one, I had to take grocery bags, like brown shopping bags, and scrape the majority into it, which released the aroma throughout the apartment, started getting in the little crevices and whatnot. I had three surgical masks on and toilet paper shoved in my nostrils and was holding my breath. It is without question the most grotesque thing I have ever had to clean up in my entire fucking life. It was so bad and took so long. So the reason why I'm delayed, Jared, is because I was taking a shower. Because, <laughs> holy yeah, holy shit, it was, it was <laughs> unreal. It was absolutely unreal. That sucks out loud. I'm sorry. I'm I'm
0: very happy that podcast technology has not advanced to smell vision because good lord. Yeah, see that's that's the reason, one of the main reasons why Winnie is the type of dog that she is. Tiny, tiny
1: little tiny poops, little tiny poops. Yeah.
0: Little, tiny poops. So little even t- if she has even if she has a case of puddin tush, it's not ever gonna be that much. And I'll I'll get into to why uh, when I get into just how my week has been because it's been it's been just fucking fantastic. Winnie puked in my car not once but twice. Oh, and because she's because unlike any other dog, she hates like she gets really anxious in the mm-hmm, car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We we haven't we haven't cracked the code to get Winnie to calm down in the car just yet but she seems like she's doing fine like we'll, we'll be on a trip we'll go it'll be like a half an hour 45 minute drive she'll be great she'll be she'll be absolutely fine for 44 minutes and 30 seconds of a 45 minute ride yeah but as soon as we are right within blocks of our destination this little dog blows chunks and so and it, it happened on two consecutive days. Uh, But thankfully, because again,
1: she's a tiny dog, she doesn't, there's not a lot, there's not that much contents to barf up in the first place. You know, Winnie's system in the car is very similar to how I am when I need to pee or go to the bathroom in the car. If it's a 45 minute drive, I'm fine up until minute 43. And then it's as if I've never held my bladder once in my entire life. Everybody's like, uh-huh. let's go very quickly so we can get the audience reaction to it. Why don't you just pull up your phone and, and take a look at the picture and video I just sent you no, of, hang on. of what I of what I dealt with today. Hang on one second. You got it. Oh, you took a no, I'm not looking at a fucking picture. No. I refuse to look at a picture of what you just cleaned up. Sorry, I I think it's important for you to understand the severity of the situation. I am not looking at scat images that you have <laughs> texted me. I'm very sorry. I have a very vivid
0: imagination, Jared. That's kind of it's kind of my thing. It's uh, worse
1: than what you're picturing. Let's well, just put it that fine, way. Well, then, well then, fine. I'm going to take your word for it. I'm not eating ever again for the rest of my life. That's how uh, <laughs> the. <laughs> But Chloe and I are locked in the bedroom as I have like a fan and windows open, just trying to like air out the entire apartment. But so
0: this is your roommate's dog. Yeah. What does your roommate now owe you <laughs> for, for what you dealt with? Because, because good lord, that, that I mean, seems it's like it's a, you should at least get off uh, a little. You should at least get a discount on rent, for, right? <laughs> for the yeah, they're gonna
1: they're, they're gonna cover internet this month. No, it okay. it it was it was brutal. I mean, it again. I, I don't wish this upon anybody, but, like, it is the worst thing I've ever had to clean up ever, ever. Um, but, yeah, moving on, moving on. Well, how your week been? Let me just say
0: that uh, homeownership sometimes sucks ass. Oh, you
1: got things breaking over there?
0: Oh, Jesus. And so this was on Thursday, mm-hmm. probably Thursday, Thursday night. This is the fourth time that this has happened. Uh, at about four o'clock in the morning, our uh, carbon monoxide uh, alarm went off because apparently our furnace was over-sooted. It had too mm-hmm, much soot mm-hmm. in it and it was expelling carbon monoxide gas enough to, to set off the alarm. So we had to get up at four o'clock in the morning, go out on our front porch and call the fire department so they could you know, evacuate the gas. They then turned off the gas to our furnace. So we did not have heat. And I had uh, a show Friday night. <laughs> and Andrea was like, well, fuck this noise. She decided then uh, she wanted to uh, to to reward herself for the stress. She had to, uh give herself a little bit of pampering. So uh, she booked a room. At a uh, a resort that's out in Leesburg, Virginia. My show was out in Leesburg, Virginia, at the Tally Ho Theater. How um, aw- awesome show! Yeah, no, it, it it worked out well. So I dropped... you two
1: should you two should meet up after that show, like grab a drink well, that's, or
0: something. Yeah, that's 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 mm-hmm. kind of what kind of what we did.
1: <laughs> the way I... you're describing the story, it's as if you had to go do a show, and Andrea was like, "I'm gonna book myself a hotel. I'll see you in a week when you well, fix it."
0: It just kind <laughs> it just kind of worked out. Right. That since I had this thing going on in that, in that general direction, she's like, "Well, I booked a room here, so my my trip out to the show was then me driving her and Winnie yeah. to the hotel, dropping them off, going to go do my show, coming back, and then we we hung out there for for a night." But the so the trip down to the resort uh, was the first time Winnie threw up in the car. There it is. Yeah, and then uh, and then on the way back toward home we didn't think she had much left in her to begin with and then she she yacked again Mm. so yeah so so that so between having to deal with that and now so we just we, we the technicians just left the house a couple hours ago we have a new furnace and 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 we also sprung for a new hot water heater because apparently that was Uh, circa 2005 and those things only last about 15 years they're gonna get you they get you on on borrowed time with that so we had to replace both of them we spent thousands upon thousands of
1: dollars oh
0: love the the thousands being spent that's always a big time oh yeah we're just uh we're making it rain so our house
1: doesn't freeze and um (laughs) because you have the you have the uh you have the winters over there you have the uh you have the colds
0: we do. We do have the winters,
1: and we when do does have the winters the end over there?
0: It's that's it's debatable.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, when yeah. it truly ever ends, because yes, right now, like today, uh, it was. I think it got up to like fifty-five or sixty. So oh, okay. temperate, I would say, but it's been a roller coaster of of, of temperature. It could drop wow. drop into the thirties tomorrow. Um, who hmm. knows, with all the different fronts that are that are coming through and, and with what the, the groundhog said a couple of weeks ago,
1: you have to factor everything in. Got to take all the things into consideration. I mean, out here, it's 85 degrees, so yeah. winter's done. But didn't you have, But did, you had a giant cold front, like, come through, didn't you? Well, we had that hailstorm, and like, yeah, look, here's the thing. I think one of the most detrimental things that has occurred recently is that it was initially referred to As global warming. Because people don't understand that it's not that everything gets hotter. It's that as the globe warms, the entire weather patterns get screwed. Yeah. So if we had just called it climate change in the very beginning, I feel like people, because like I was always sick and tired of this whole, you know, oh, global warming. Well, it's cold right now. And it's like, God damn it. Like,
0: yeah, all the word parsing. Seriously. uh, Oh, yes. Because just because it's cold where you are right now doesn't mean it's not fucked elsewhere. This is so. an
1: exercise in focusing on the nuance of the word and not focusing on the concept that is attempting to be explained. Explained, but, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the the whole like the whole world is screwed at this point. Wasn't there a study recently that's like we're already past the dead zone for like fixing the planet?
0: There was so I it, funny you should mention, well, it's not funny you mentioned that, but it's uh but I actually just heard recently that there was a new study that was Ooh. that says that we still have a shot oh. at, at, at uh, averting complete uh, environmental catastrophe. If we can just keep, uh, keep the warming to 1.5 mm-hmm. degrees, we're already at 1.2, by the way. Mm-hmm. But if we, can, if we can pump the brakes at right about 1.4, then we should be better than was once thought. Not okay, but better than was once thought.
1: This is very much that. Did you ever like in college know people who like would move into a place for a one year lease and just destroy the place? And then instead of cleaning it up, they were just like, "Ah, I'm going to move and just sacrifice my security deposit. I never knew anyone directly, but I have I have heard stories. I think that that's what the human race is going to be doing when it comes to populating planets. It's just like, all right, Earth can keep the security deposit and the poor people. We're going to go to another planet. The poor people can come if they want to carry our stuff. Then we're going to set up on another planet, expand for a couple of thousand years, absorb all those resources. And ultimately, we're going to become the alien race from Independence Day that goes from planet to planet, sucks up all the resources and then moves on. The irony of Independence Day is that's us. We're the aliens.
0: (laughs) Pretty meta. Man, you, you just really channeled the Twilight Zone for that take.
1: <laughs> Whatever got it done.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a cookbook.
1: <laughs> Hold on one second. My roommate just saw the pictures and videos that you refused to see. And was oh yeah, like, I'm deleting them immediately. And was like, I'll be home immediately. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, dude, I've already cleaned it up. It's not like it's sitting there waiting for you. Like you can take your time. So you were cleaning it off of tile. Oh yeah. And there's grout. Oh yeah, right. And the grout is broken. Please understand, that this is old tile. There are mm. cracks in the grout. I had to get in there with the. Uh, did You use the... like an
0: old toothbrush? Like what did you use? No,
1: fuck that. I, I doused a paper towel in the cleaning solution. And I got in there as much as I humanly could.
0: So I is mean, there still is there still
1: residue? I mean. Look, if black lights have taught us anything, there's always still <laughs> residue. <laughs> there's there's little enough that I'm comfortable walking around on bare feet.
0: Yeah, right, right, right.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's amazing how these, uh, these COVID masks really came in clutch. I was like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, I have three of them in my backpack. Done. And like... The, the real annoying thing was Chloe wanted to investigate Chloe was very much like Chloe's my kitten Chloe's like what, what's no. going on And I had to be like bitch get back in the fucking room Like what are you yeah. doing Because the last thing you need is shitty paw prints Well all that right was, was my fear Is like I don't know what he's tracking it on Like he was just laying on his bed at that point point. I was like you just stay there dude. So was the dog all shitty too it Didn't seem that way That's why I think he Because mu- like there's definitely a scrape pattern in it mm-hmm and I feel like it might've been throw up now that I think about it. Cause I looked at it again and it's cause he wears a cone cause he Aww. keeps going at his paw. So like there's, there's a definitive cone mark in there. So I don't know what Ugh. it is. All I know is that here's the thing. If it is so vile that I can't tell which end it came out of, it doesn't fucking matter which end no, it came I, out no, of No, like at, at that point, it's just dealer's choice of which way you want to excavate the body, but still, I'm still the one who had to clean it up. So I cleaned up like at least two pounds of things that have been in this dog today for my roommate. Yeah. I don't know what I would ask in return. Like I've expected them to come home and be like, let me buy you dinner or something as an exchange. I was like, well, I'm, I, I'm never eating again. <laughs> <laughs> Food. Let, no let, lo-
0: let me handle uh, the nasal evacuation that you're <laughs> going to need <laughs> right. to get back to equilibrium. <laughs>
1: They're like, oh, let me, let me, let me cook you some beef stew. Let me never smell beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had
0: a couple of, um, a couple of weird. I mean, first of all, I, I I'm celebrating a milestone. What's your milestone? By, by the time this episode comes out, it will be my 20 year anniversary in stand up comedy.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I've been doing this long enough that I cannot quit.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. That, That's crazy. That, that does warrant an Owen Wilson wow.
1: Congratulations. Guys. Now, th- you know the date of the first time that you went out and performed stand-up? Is that how you're yeah, it was rough. It, it was roughly the first weekend of March. And what, what kind of show was it? It was an open mic. Okay, so it was just your first time getting up on stage doing stand-up comedy.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I'm ex- going to be experiencing... Both the the highs of stand up, which was the show that I had out in Leesburg, which was mm-hmm. sold out at a at a small theater out in Leesburg, with some of the most talented comics that I know, and I was able to share a stage with them, and it was it was a great show. And on the flip side of that coin, I'll be going to
1: Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, this coming weekend
0: <laughs> to see what fresh hell awaits me
1: there. That would have been twenty so, two thousand and two. Yep. So, if we're going back to 2002, I would have graduated high school in 2001, which means that, wow, okay, and if this is, wow, okay, so we're coming up on roughly the 21st anniversary of me never living up to my true potential, (laughs) which is kind of, which is both a milestone for both of us. Wow. 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 So, yeah, so...
0: (laughs) I, and and I've I've come to terms with with where with my standing in the comedy community and the comedy yeah. continuum. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, people 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 still pay me to do it, and uh, I'm able to hold my own with uh, with very talented people that I know. So
1: can't so ask that's, for uh, uh, can't ask for much else other than can't ask for much else in the show. Yeah, yeah. But
0: another, I had a, a I, I was made aware of another weird, well, just mildly bummed this is a weird thing to be bummed out by what's up but some buddies of mine who i've known forever Mm -hmm. i have known them since uh kindergarten uh my buddies glenn and richard they texted me the other day and apparently they knocked down my elementary school or our elementary school i mean here's the thing they're building a new one right like it's i i've seen the plans it's it's a sprawling camp for an elementary school it looks like it's a fucking high school like okay It looks like it's eventually going to be very nice yeah but when you see videos of someone just demolishing where you spent your formative childhood years it it, i don't know it 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 hit me it hit me a little bit you know i that's that was the the classroom where we were all huddled in to watch the challenger explode
1: how old are you fuck you you, what are you talking about? The moment I said I graduated in 2001, you were like, oh shit. When, when wait, when did the Challenger explode? 86? 86. Yeah, I was
0: four. Yeah, so I was 11.
1: Okay. And so this was back when like they set up a TV so that you could watch the Challenger take off. Yeah. Like, no, it was such and, a and, big and, thing that you guys right. were like, we're going to watch it. It was such a big deal because Kristen
0: McAuliffe, who was a teacher, was part of the Challenger crew. And they, back, back in the day, they wheeled in the, they yeah. Then the big TV with it, you that. know, and they they wheeled it into the classroom, and yeah. So so I mean that, and you know, just so many
1: memories. Wait, College before we move off of this, what? I can't imagine anything more traumatic to a group of eleven-year-old kids than watching what you assume to be is the astronauts blasting off into space, and instead yeah. exploding. And you guys are like, um, like, yeah, Did you, you did you understand it? Like, did you know what was happening? To be to be perfectly honest with you, like I only remember that we were there
0: to see it. I okay. don't remember what emotions were being processed uh, in the moment. That's because um, you
1: were in a state of traumatic shock, and I part of your inability to grow and age over the course of your life has been no, this locked in. Let's really explore this. Let's open this up a little bit. No, but here's the thing. No, it, <laughs> no we, weren't a- <laughs> we weren't able to explore any kind of emotions
0: because we were the same dickhead kids that were that were talking about what does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts. You know.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah. You don't know, talk jokes when you are a kid. Wow. How, how did they know Krista McCullough had dandruff? They found her head and shoulders on the beach. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are the
1: kind of jokes we were telling in like, you know, fifth or, like fifth grade because we were assholes. Now and I understand like a lot of kids like come up with these jokes and they I trust me I've I've, I've come up with questionable jokes based off of certain situations that yeah, you sure. should make jokes but like I, again I get it cuz when you're young you don't understand uh but yeah that those are whew. I can only imagine I, 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 I shudder to think
0: at the kind of that level of humor that's being bandied about with what's going on in Ukraine right now.
1: Well, I wonder about that because, like, I feel like to a certain extent, this generation has become far more sensitive than the generations prior. So while those jokes exist, I don't think that they're as uh, glorified as they once were. Well, y- mm, I don't know, because kids are still dicks. I I don't care what generation
0: you're in. Yeah, that's maybe Maybe they are perhaps a little bit more tapped in to what's happening in the outside world just because we are, you know, everyone's, everyone's got phones now, even kids in elementary school. Yeah. And so everyone's kind of tapped into that. We didn't really have, like, our consumption of media in school was when they wheeled the fucking TV into the classroom, right? Otherwise, we had no idea what was happening.
1: You know, we're talking about kids as if we have some sort of like window or insight into this as, as we have no direct connection to children. So here's my thought process, and I think it's pretty good. What's the youngest Jared Stern we can find on Facebook? Let's get, let's get a 12-year-old Jared Stern on the podcast and just see how kids are nowadays.
0: I don't think, A, I don't think they, like, what's the age cap on on Facebook?
1: Is it 12 like, or 13? It's
0: probably like 18? 13. I, I, yeah, I, first of all, uh, I would feel really weird about 46-year-old Jared Stern uh, contacting any Jared Stern. Jared, look, I'm not asking you to do anything eight, crazy. Under the age of 18. I just Facebook. want
1: you to slide into a couple of 12-year-olds' DMs <laughs> <laughs> with their exact name. Sure. Asking yeah. them to meet them online in a video chat. I see right. absolutely no problem with this scenario. <laughs> absolutely not.
0: <laughs> I
1: just, yeah, I... I
0: I, I just know that even though perhaps kids are more sensitive and more yeah. more uh, clued in to that sort of thing, like I know that there's a, there's, there's a heightened uh, gender identity awareness mm-hmm. uh, in, in schools now.
1: However, that doesn't make the kids any more emotionally mature. But so then my question becomes this. If, if, because what they have that we didn't have is a stronger global consciousness right? We were very much about where we were. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have windows into these other types of people all throughout the world. But Mm -hmm. how many kids do you see that are being raised by iPads at this point? I mean, anything to shut them the fuck up, you know, just throw the iPad in front of them and just let them go. So I mean, whether or not, like, I know friends of mine who like, even at the concerts that they're taking their kids to, you know, seven or eight year olds, you know, the, the, these children musicians are now pausing in the middle of it to talk about empathy, to talk about sympathy, to talk about being kind to other people, to talk about gender identity and whatnot. So I don't remember Sharon, Lois, and Bram stopping in the middle of it and being like, hey, don't pick on each other, please. Oh, Skid a marinky dinky. No. What? That's children's... the second time I've been able to organically work Sharon, Lois, and Bram into this podcast. Good me. on I'm you. very proud of myself.
0: I definitely think that children's entertainment. Has always had in uh, an, an emphasis. Yeah, on, that's fair. What, on, Sesame Street, on, 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 yeah, like Sesame yeah. Street and all, all that stuff has always had an emphasis on um, emotional awareness and, yeah. and 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 that sort of thing. However, I think one thing that works, ca- maybe a little counterintuitively, with all of the all of the media that these kids are uh, exposed to, is that I, th- I think it cuts them off.
1: It almost
0: desensitizes them. It it, it desensitizes them. Like, first of all, all they do is play Fortnite and and the like. So the idea of war on for kids who have been raised on like Call of Duty and Fortnite and 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 yelling at people in chat rooms while they're killing each other in these first person shooters, yeah, I I I don't know, I. I think they they might be like almost detached because of the way social media mm-hmm. has, has fucked us all up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. There's you can get information from absolutely everywhere at your fingertips, but it's very surface level. Mm-hmm. You don't get to dig deeper on any of it. It's it's 280 characters. It's it's a blurb. It's a headline. It,
1: it, it's a very there's no context to it. And that's the thing. Context. Context is key. That's why I liked when they uh, started um, like emojis have now become like a really big focal point in like texting because like all of the all conversation is subjective at this point. Like I can read the word fine coming from six people and I will interpret a completely different version of that depending upon who's sending it to me. But, you know, the kids are only going to have this planet for a little while. Like, the yeah, sure, whole thing's gonna melt down at this point.
0: Uh, uh, well, please don't wor- use words like meltdown. Uh, when... So,
1: did you call me out last week on the podcast about not knowing anything about this Ukraine thing?
0: Did I call you out on it? I don't, I don't know. But it was my
1: brother. It. So after we talked <clears throat> last week, I was hanging. I was uh, playing games with my brother, and he brought up Ukraine because apparently, like, my mom's Irish and my dad's Jewish, but the ethnic background of my dad's side of the family is very Ukrainian. It
0: really? Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Um. But yeah, I I did a little bit of research. I didn't realize how fucking bad this was because I got to watch the news. I I don't I don't do anything like that. And like it is scary stuff. It's scary stuff. You will not hear any commentary about geopolitical anything (laughs) coming
0: from this podcast. I know I'm wrong about a ton of shit, so I'm not going to I'm not going to be advancing any kind of opinion, educated or otherwise. But from what I can gather from what I've seen on my non-contextual social media and, you know, the yammer, the, 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 the talking heads on all the various political programs, I think like Putin really fucking underestimated what he was getting into. Yeah. And he, he didn't give like a, a good excuse to why they were going in to his own people. So morale might not be the most. Yeah. For the Russian side. And apparently the Ukrainians are fucking tough and Mm. they're taking shit out. Like, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's all super scary. And it's, uh, I mean, living in Washington, DC, which I would say is probably a target rich environment. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think everybody's a little on edge because the Russians have not been this aggro since uh, Rocky four. As I've, like to say in uh, over the past two years, what a time to almost not be alive.
1: <laughs> I got a little something as a segue. Please, right? oh yeah, I I I I don't
0: want to monopolize. A
1: so I light. just want to take this moment to compliment you on your exceptional editing. One thing that most people probably don't know is Jared and I have conversations for like an hour, hour and a half sometimes, mm-hmm. and he will cut that down to the tightest forty-five minutes he can possibly cut it down to. I have, however, noticed a trend of what is getting cut out now, and I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. It could stay in or based off of what I say, it very well might get taken out. But I've noticed that one of the things you very much like to cut is when you can't remember something and I tell you what it is and then you go, oh, yeah, Jimmy Buffett because I knew for a fucking fact you didn't know Jimmy Hubbard as I'm listening to this podcast. Everything's edited as if you are a walking encyclopedia of information. It's just not. I, <laughs> listen, listen. I, <laughs> sure, fine.
0: On stuff like that, I I try to make myself out to not be a stammering fucking idiot <laughs> as much as I can. And if it, if it means that I'm going to tighten up yeah. the space between me thinking of... You know what's what's who are the parrot heads? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Jimmy Buffett, and then I'll yes, I'll I'll say. I'll, I'll make it seem as seem as seamless as I possibly can. And by
1: the way, you are exceptional at it too. It made me question myself because I was listening to the rough cut of last week and you were coming up on the Jimmy Buffett thing. And I knew that it was like, oh, what do you call it? The uh, parrot heads. And I was like, oh, Jimmy Buffett. You're like, yeah, Jimmy Buffett. And it just went, oh, when we were talking about Jimmy Buffett. And I was like, my God, that was seamless.
0: Well, listen, back in the day, I used to work, At a radio station. Right. And my job was to edit audio.
1: And this was before digital. Oh, is this when you had to use tapes and go, holy shit. I edited fucking
0: reel-to-reel tape. I edited with a razor blade. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. I then am, how do you
1: know where it is on the thing that the thing just—it's
0: about finding the the right spaces. You can take two little reels and go roo, 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 and find like where a word starts
1: and where it's about to start. It's a really and good impression of the the sound that it makes. Thank you. That's I know, very. Um, I've that's heard it. it in my headphones a ton. Uh, What's his name from Police Academy? Oh, <laughs> oh. Well,
0: hang on. What is his name? Because you know he's still an active comedian. Like he's still. Yeah, he's it's. Um, Michael. Um, hang on. Winslow. Michael Winslow. Michael huh?
1: Winslow. Michael Winslow. Now, listen, guys, when you hear that back, I'm going to say the guy from Police Academy, Jared's going to immediately know who it is and say it's not going to cut to me being like the guy from Police Academy, Michael Winslow. And by the way, I, leave this in. I will I, I,
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it all in. I'll leave it all in. Listen, and and that's another thing I try to I try to always take out. There are three. There are three verbal crutches that I try to get rid of. Oh, and, and we, and we addressed this early on. Yes. Like second episode of the podcast, I brought this up. I, I get rid of ums. Yep. I get rid of likes. And you I knows. get rid of you knows. And also I've noticed, I say, listen a lot.
1: <laughs> like I'm doing something. I think that's more on me. Like if I'm not engaging you properly, when we're like four feet away from each other on this video podcast, you're like. Listen. No, Jerry, no, no, Jerry, no, it's no no,
0: it, it's not it's not listen like pay attention. It's li, it's listen like hey, I've just thought of something really brilliant. Oh. So here's 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 a here's a hot take.
1: Um you know so, what's really unfortunate about the whole recording of the podcast? I realized that because of the way I laugh, it doesn't sound like I'm laughing as frequently as I am at things yeah, you're saying you're, you have a very because I go silent for a second. It's a like, it's like, laugh. Yeah. it's like a big bang. It's like, <laughs> and then it comes back in. Yeah. But it's because you've taken my breath away. And it's just <laughs> me frozen. Just, <laughs> and for a while I was like, what is, is, the, is like the ambient noise thing turned on that it's not? So now if you've noticed, I try and lean into the microphone a little bit when I laugh and then pull uh-huh. back. It's like a whole thing that I'm doing now.
0: Yeah, so, so now though, with the advent of, of digital and yes. the fact that, I'm editing sound with video. Mm -hmm. So, and I I see, I get to see the digital readout of of the sound and I can zoom in on it as much as I need to. I can can pull out all of the imperfections and Mm -hmm. make this sound seamless. And I know there are a lot of podcasts and I've listened to a lot of podcasts that don't. That do not. So people... I I don't know if you're looking for a more a more raw product. But <laughs> I know that if I had to listen to us back and leave it this like I, I would, it, it would drive me absolutely up a fucking wall. So yeah. you're welcome for for being for being good at uh, at something like that.
1: We're giving you the best version of us we can possibly We're, give you, and not just. <laughs> Listen, not, we not got subjecting polish, you. We
0: got to clean all the shit up off this tile. <laughs> as best we can. If there was not a better metaphor for this I podcast, mean. he, uh, Jared, found it right <laughs> right before we came on. He's trying to polish that tile. He's trying to get all the shit and vomit up off of it. So it's just rushing the toothbrush in
1: the, uh, toothbrush oh, yeah. in, the uh, in the grit. The grout. The grout.
0: Yes, I, and, and yes, and I'll go ahead and edit it,
1: edit it so it doesn't sound. Groot, like you said grout, so it's in between Groot and grit is grout. Did you not know it was grout? I knew it was grout, but like sometimes when you're talking fast, like you're like, like there are certain words I pronounce incorrectly on purpose because I think they're funny. Okay, like simultaneously is one of them. I've pronounced simultaneously so incorrectly over the years that it's rare for me to pronounce it correctly. So what did you say? So like so exactly? I will be sarcastic and I'll be like um yes no 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 it's fine that you started eating without me even though I was only in the other room for 10 seconds. I was under the deluded impression that me and you would for some reason eat dinner simultaneously as opposed to you devouring part of your and my meal before I even had a chance to. There's something there's something sweet on the lips about simultaneously. And then I was talking to a friend of mine who used it that way naturally.
0: Yeah, well, he's, was he British?
1: No. Oh. But there is a British version, which is simultaneously. Yeah. But they are American, and they were just dropping hard similes. Simultaneously. I was like, go back but and say that again.
0: W- what's weird about some of the different ways the, the British pronounce things. Yeah. Like, sure, you can say simultaneously or, or, or something like, for some reason, I can't think of an immediate...
1: Uh, aluminium. Oh, but that's what I was going to
0: say. Laboratory. Gonna the example. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Aluminium is not an accent. They're adding fucking letters to the word. No, they're not. Aluminum. It, aluminum is not aluminium. You, they're, I'm pretty sure it added is. It's like th- no, they didn't. They they added like three syllables to the word. Aluminium.
1: Is, isn't it their language? Don't they get to decide?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Al
1: u m. I N U M Al, mm. u min um. oh, yeah, yeah. Minium. Al- minium. There's an extra there's an extra I in there.
0: That's like when George Bush used to say nuclear.
1: N- yes, yes. No, there's an extra I in there. Aluminium or um, lieutenant. That's the other one, instead okay. of lieutenant. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm wondering if if, it, if it's if it's like a like a like a metric conversion thing, like
1: because explain.
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, they, because the British use the metric system. So maybe some of their words are, are, have have a different exchange rate.
1: I don't know. I Like, here's the thing that always surprises me. Like, there's so many words we pronounce in the English. Like, why do we talk the way we talk fundamentally? We were from England. We were colonized by the British. Right. Sure. Everybody who started out here with the exception of the Native Americans that are, you know, terrible ancestors just eradicated. They were all came from England. Right. Mm-hmm. The initial group of them. What, did they all decide to stop having british accents they were like okay as an ultimate form of retaliation we're going to drive on the right hand side of the road we're going to start calling it soccer and we're not going to use british accents anymore they're like what about aluminium they're like cut out the eye we're just going to get rid of that phantom eye just aluminum now i don't understand this how did we lose the british accent
0: I, well i, I guess it, it it's
1: it's regional i guess Yeah, but the regions expanded from the original colony. Like, even if it's not like if you go, well, if you go to like Ireland, Welsh, Scotland, they're still all in the same kind of wheelhouse of like British accent. Americans are all over the map. How the hell are you and I? Hey, how you doing? And they're all down there. How to partner? How you doing there? Like, how far away from British could that possibly be? I don't understand how this happened. Somebody should do a documentary about that.
0: I'd be shocked if a documentary hasn't already been,
1: hasn't already been made. They've Shouldn't made be. documentaries about absolutely everything. Oh, you know what I just, uh, like I'm almost done is the documentary about the whole Boeing plane. The whole what now? Do you remember a couple of years ago when two uh, Boeing planes just crashed, like almost immediately after takeoff? What were they called? The Max Supermax? or So the 737 Supermax. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. One was yes. Lion Airlines and one was the other one. And so they did a documentary about it and like. The truth about what happened in that situation is fucking crazy. It's just nuts. Like, essentially, Boeing refused to build another plane. So they just put new, like, engines on the plane they've been running for 60 years. And in order to compensate for the size of the engine on the plane, they had to create this little piece in the back that was like a rudder that compensated in case the nose was going too far up. But if you add a piece into the plane, you have to retrain all the pilots that fly that plane. And so they had promised everybody who had pre-ordered these planes that um, there would be no retraining of pilots, even though the Boeing staff was screaming for retraining, the the airlines were screaming for retraining. And so they are like, there doesn't need to be any retraining. And it turned out there was a glitch in the system so that the reason why they crashed the plane is because as they took off, the plane thought that they were tailing up with the nose. And so it was driving the plane down And the pilots were pulling back, having no idea why this was occurring, because they didn't even know the system was in the fucking plane in the first place. I'm shocked only two planes went down. Right? Right? Crazy, crazy stuff. And, you know, as a punishment, I'm sure they got slapped with a pretty hefty fine, and there was a delay in all of their bonuses that year, Mm -hmm. which is... The harshest thing you can do to rich people, delay their million dollar bonuses for killing people with negligence.
0: Well, and that's what they're trying to do with Russia is they're trying to to hurt all of the, uh, all the Russian oligarchs oh, by, yeah. by seizing their seizing their assets. There are a bunch of stories going around uh, with, with what's going on in Ukraine. Like one, apparently the, the national flower of Ukraine is the sunflower. Okay. And... There was a story about this uh, about this woman who confronted a couple of Russian soldiers and asked that they put sunflower seeds in their pockets so when they die, flowers will grow from the spot. Damn! How fucking badass is that?
1: Damn!
0: Yeah, and apparently there was like, uh, there's a Russian oligarch who had a who had a big super yacht, and the engineer for the for the boat was you was ukrainian and the guy sunk the boat and then turned himself in
1: turned himself into the russian government
0: well i i i don't think they were in russia i think they. were oh okay it was in like a different port gotcha but he he sunk the boat and then like uh dimed out his uh dimed out his boss and turned himself in wow yeah so didn't, didn't i hear that like
1: apple's pulling their apple store out of uh, oh yeah russia
0: the, Russia's been banned from the World Cup. The state of Virginia is pulling all Russian vodka from its uh, from its stores. Wow. Yeah, the people. I mean, there's some there's some interesting forms of solidarity that are going so on. No right more Smirnoff, now. huh? It, I I've just heard various different ways that that they're they're just dumping these sanctions on Russia. Who knows? You know, I'm sure Putin doesn't give two fucks about any of this stuff. He's he's there to play his live action risk. And uh, and and see what
1: happens, <laughs> right? It's absurd to me that in this day and age, this type of shit still even happens because the retaliation yeah, no, is know. so severe. Yeah, we are yeah, the no, worst I mean,
0: the, species the, ever. The implications of war in this day and age on that grand uh, on that grander scale—it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and it's gonna it's going to it's going to fuck the world economy in various different ways because apparently. Russia is where they make all the Palladium.
1: What the fuck is Palladium? Oh, please tell me Palladium is something like software chips. It is. Be, oh, oh, it is.
0: God. Oh, it's it's used for chips and like used for chips and phones and cars. So all that shit is going to get like, it's either going to get cut off or whatever. But stick with like,
1: me. Stick with me. Sure. I would argue to say that the thing that we're manufacturing the most at this point is technological Outrage. devices. Oh, what? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Technological devices, phones, computers, right? Mm-hmm, sure. This is probably also contributing to the carbon crisis because we're producing so much waste from those things. What if this... I mean... W- if, if there's a depletion of polarium? is that right? Palladium. So sorry. It sounds so much like unobtainium from <laughs> yes, Avatar. Um, Very much so. Very much
0: You so. know,
1: because because we now have a shortage of the Magutchen, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> MacGuffin. Oh,
1: that was not on purpose, but I mean, I'm very much in a misprint. At some point, by the way, everybody, we've decided that we're going to do two sets of retcon episodes. One is everything Jared says that is wrong, and everything that I say and pronounce wrong. It's just going to be back to back those two things. But anyway,
0: it's malapropism theater, everyone. <laughs>
1: Maybe, maybe that shortage will kind of slow down production a little bit, because do we really need a new goddamn iPhone every fucking year? Like it's, it's consumer capitalism driven, like take a, take a couple years off and. So sure. There might be an offset there. Right.
0: But I have to imagine that the environmental damage from, oh, I don't know, warheads, and, oh,
1: you mean the, the 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 the
0: nukes? God forbid that actually happens. I I I don't think to tie
1: it all back down back to a temperature earlier on in the podcast. The one thing I never understood is why it was called nuclear winter. Because yeah, there's like ash and shit falling from the sky, but I'm pretty sure it's hot no, after the, a nuclear blast goes. Wouldn't it be nuclear nope. summer? Nope, 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 nope. It's nope. cold. Do you know why it's nuclear winter? Why?
0: Because the ash cloud or the cloud blocks out the sun. Oh, so it's cold. That's, that's why it's cold. That's why it's nuclear winter.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, you know, you read, you read enough to dystopian science fiction, <laughs> you'll learn this shit. So I'm pretty sure that's why it's called nuclear winter. Um, but man, this 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 podcast took a dark turn.
1: Well, the sun's blocked out. It had to take a dark. Turn. <laughs> it has a dark turn. <laughs> it's very cold.
0: Yeah, the world's taking a dark. What are you gonna do? I, uh, I I have I have I have one other thing. And Let's it's, do it. And when it, it it it's not like a cheery thing. Sure. But it's it's something that that came up in my timeline, and and I'd like to to recognize it. It has been one year since uh, we lost Eric Myers uh yeah so i just you know just wanted to say that i a i can't believe it's been a year already and and b fucking miss you
1: i think that's what we go out on because i do recall this being a bonding moment for us a year ago when it happened uh yeah yeah i mean i that i i I remember just kind of like
0: dumping that on you (laughs) this is like (laughs) six or seven
1: episodes into the podcast and i remember it being like a really like an unfortunate event and a very unfortunate yeah. situation. But I remember it being a bonding moment for both of us where, you know, you and I had never really talked on that level before and to have it expressed in the podcast itself, you know, I still remember the way you talked about Eric um, and I know how unfortunate of a loss it is. And um, yeah, our yeah. thoughts go out to his family and, you know, we
0: do yourself a favor. He's got two, uh comedy specials uh one is called uh, dopeless romantic and the mm. other one which came out wow came, it, hmm, uh, it was uploaded on youtube on the 25th of february wow. 2021 which i think was right around when this happened gen x-man is on uh is on youtube do yourself a favor check them out <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking your ears between two Sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at (laughs) jaredstern.com.